Yo, 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 this is the Unknown Podcast. Second time we're jumping on Zoom here. Um, what's everyone saying today? You all good? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, it's in the building. We've got solid people in the building. What up, what up, what up? in the building. And we've got a special guest today. And Me. it's Little Panasa. I'm the hey, founder, hey. CEO of Musica Therapy. How you doing? Hey, I'm good, thank you. How hey. are you doing? You don't know. <laughs> don't know, man. How are you all? We all good, amazing, man. We're, we're here. Amazing, amazing. Doing okay. We're here. We're here <laughs> trying to trying to make the best out of the situation, you know? Yeah, happy doing? to be here. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Happy to be here. Happy to be talking about what I'm up to and, yeah, having some good conversations. Done that. Done that. Brilliant. So, like, um, for people who don't really know who, what musical therapy is, like, you want to just give it a brief, like, explanation of what, what you're doing and what you're doing sure. out so, to Yeah, so um, I'm Cito, I'm a counsellor and psychotherapist, and I founded an organisation called Musical Therapy, um, and it's focusing on emotional, mental health and well-being for musicians, but particularly those from ethnic minority backgrounds. Um mm mainly because I think that actually the uptake of services for those communities in general is far less and actually um, some of the presenting issues are, are far more complex than just um, involving in the music industry. So setting myself apart and actually focusing on those communities um, is the work that I'm doing at the moment. That sounds amazing. That's that's dope stuff, man. How long have you like been doing this, and and what kind of sparked your, what what was that light bulb moment that made you think, you know, let me go go forward and just and really make a difference? Yeah. Um. So I've been a psychotherapist for about six years. I've I've been fully trained and um, practicing for about six years. Um. And I've been working in charity sectors and sort of um, working in sort of the NHS as well. Um, and I just, music's always been the love of my life anyway. And having been quite involved in the industry on the peripheries um, through other people, I just, um, I got to a point where I felt like I was taking a lot from the industry without giving much back. And I could feel myself feeling guilty listening to music and hearing pain and turmoil and trauma and um, realizing that actually these artists are using that to create something that I'm then sort of, I suppose, taking and using for myself. Um, and I thought, okay, what ways can I try and support these in this industry? So then um, I started kind of forging a path to work with musicians mm -hmm. um, and then realized even more so actually my passion is also working within ethnic communities ethnic minority communities and I thought actually there is an overlap there in the music industry where if you if you take for instance if we start splitting the music into genres you've got a few subsects of, of the music industry who are very very vulnerable where there just isn't that much support um, for them given that musicians are three times more likely to develop mental health issues um it just there's a massive need there's not enough support out there and there's a massive massive need and, and how about like um the the other side about black males as well how mm -hmm. how black, what's the statistic for black males and how likely they are to develop 
mental health issues. I think they're yeah. they're about sort of four, um, four times more likely um, to develop mental health issues because like, if you overlap that with the music we've got right exactly. now, and look what the main like the, the pop culture is right now. If you overlap the music stats with the so the British black that, musician yeah. male musician is um, pretty damn vulnerable right now. Mm. It's really um, you see, you see that um, what you just um, actually explained that you think that's a pretty heavy burden to be like, putting on yourself to say that you felt guilty for listening to people's art. I suppose. I, I mean, it's. I suppose it was just my personal response. I could feel my my responses to music changing, um, and it, I suppose the guilt. I suppose it wasn't necessarily a burden. It was more of just a trigger for me to feel like I want to do something, um, and that can be those those triggers can be so many different things for other people. You know, if you think about music being used as a platform to fundraise and to then give to organizations and it can trigger so much but I was thinking this is something that I just want to be a part of and I'm no by no means saying that I will be the person to solve it I mean we it's an uphill battle and at times we're firefighting right now it's not um it, there needs to be a cultural shift in how we talk about mental health, especially in the music industry and how we support the artists and those in the industry in general, not, not teams around the artists, teams, people who are in the music industry full stop. Um, and I just, I just wanted to do something. I knew that I couldn't solve it on my own and I still know that I won't be able to solve it on my own, but luckily there are a good few of us in this, um, in this position where we are supporting musicians and actually we are a good um, support to each other and a support for um, the industry. But yeah, I'm, I just knew I needed to be active in doing something. Oh, well, yeah. that's a very positive outcome and outlook on it. So do you think, yeah, as a psychotherapist, like you've become a lot more empathetic, like, like times who you were before you were a psychotherapist? I think so. I think, I think I I followed this path because of some of my traits and who I am as a person. I think I remember one of my tutors always said to me, "Some some therapists are made and some therapists are born. You're born, and you can you can you can learn the theory and all the um, literature." as much as you like, but if you don't have some of those innate characteristics and traits yep. and responses, then actually how far are you going to empathize with people? How far yeah. are you going to relate? Um, I think that my training just brought some of those traits out in me further. And I, I learned how to sort of utilize them in the, in the, in the right way um, to create that support system for others. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely made me more empathic and um, in tune and intuitive. It's made, it's, learnt, it's taught me how to trust myself, I think, and trust my judgment mm. um, and trust others as well and understand that we're all, everyone's the expert in their own life. I mean, I'm no expert in anyone else's life. All I can do is support and, and, and sort of facilitate growth and movement in others. Mm. Yeah. Mm, that sounds, mm. that's yeah. proper stick. Yeah. That's, mm. that's real, man. And, I don't know. I just feel yeah, it's it's dope to to see the start of this journey for musical therapy. Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens next. Like, well, did, what's that, G? I was gonna say, 
fun fact, one of Slick to Ask projects was called Musica Therapy. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's my name now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy to, to see that, yeah, the name's going to further, you know? You know what I'm saying? Oh, slick, Slick, um, just a quick question for that project. What made you want to name your project Musica Therapy at that time? Um... Literally, it just explains itself. Like at that space in time, I was mute. Music kept me. I wouldn't say sane. That that's an extreme thing to say, but it just it was my way of just letting out my emotions and expressing myself. Like I, I wasn't. I didn't really. I'm. I'm not the most outgoing person, but music has like kind of taken me on a journey where it's allowed me to express myself and and see how people react to my expression and it gives me more confidence. So like the whole process of making music is my therapy, you know? Mm -hmm. It sounds like it grounded you and like it just gave you your voice for expression. And, you know, I suppose the whole idea of therapy is allowing a space to let your emotions out and giving, creating that space. It's the reason it's called talking therapies. And I suppose you use that in that way for yourself. Yeah, literally, it's, yeah, it's just a space to feel comfortable in expressing myself. Yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure, artists, so the dreamer, you, you guys, are artists, especially like in terms of just not music, just art in general. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Photography and stuff like just expression is just so. Important. I don't know where I personally would be. Like, I just can't imagine anything outside of art. It just doesn't. Just the idea, because someone was talking the other day and someone said, you know, what would you rather um, never be able to watch TV again or um, basically delete TV or delete music? And I'm like, you actually TV can't, easily. You can't TV, delete music. Yeah. It's impossible. Mm, it's like, mm. okay, just say you did, like, this would be a very silent world. It's so, yeah. you couldn't even hum a note. Been around Even since in. like caveman times, like yeah, it's been around it's for, for for centuries, like millions I've, of years. I've definitely it's form of communication. If you think yeah. about. Even the birds twittering in the trees and like yeah. chilling away, like that is music. Music's the world's yeah. first language. Yeah, yeah. that came. Oh, you know, say that. There's a in lot May. of um, a lot of artists who are going through stuff have only been able to express their their point or how they feel through music like a lot of my a lot of my emotional music was made in that moment where someone really got to me and i wouldn't they would never have been able to know that if i hadn't put it on a song yeah yeah you know it's a way of venting and just showing your emotions and then like when people listen to that it can help them as well to get over their situations and stuff so it's a form of healing, like... Yeah, but I think it's also a tricky one because it can be also really quite triggering. Like, if you think about, um, you know, going, putting all of your emotions and putting all, every your traumas, your experiences into the music, into the art, mm. uh, then what? Then you're kind of, perhaps you're opening up avenues that you've not necessarily thought about before. And actually, if you don't have the right support systems there to help you um it can be quite traumatic and quite scary and you're then sort of reigniting a lot of these experiences and um i have an interesting thought about that you know it's like music obviously it was here before um languages were were spoken you know 
and music was has always been a, a form of expression somehow, even like the tribal rhythms, drums, like form of communication and expression. Um, music has only like well, what you're saying in terms of the triggering side of things. I feel like maybe that that's only the case now that music is commercialized. Like mm. imagine before before music was an actual was an actual industry, and it was just like tribes yeah. communicating and expressing yeah. themselves in their communities. Like there, there's no money value. That there's no there's no <clears throat> um, pressure on people um having to create and having to dive into certain emotions to create a product out of it. Before 100%. the commercialization of music, I'm sure there was no negative effect of it. Do you know? Yeah, what I mean? And that's why we're, the, we're always talking about music, the music industry, rather than yeah. it being sort of we're supporting musicians, musicians in the industry, rather than you know the, because the actual gonna... industry um, pressures that create kind of this vacuum of of kind of expectation performance numbers all of this and it can be really detrimental to someone's mental health and i think especially in the as a musician if that's that's what you have to be doing you are you you want to create music that is who you are as a musician and it's it's you know if you go to the doctor and you say you know if an athlete for instance breaks then you know sprains their ankle um and then, you know, the doctor will say, well, actually, don't don't run for a bit. The athlete will be like, okay, well, I need to not run for a bit. It's not, we don't have the same attitudes when it comes to mental health in the music industry because, you know, if someone's saying, okay, I need some support for my mental health, I'm not doing so well. Yeah. They're like, oh, you still have it's to create, been, you still have to do it. Do you know why? I think, I think on that basis, yeah, that's because it's um, a mental thing which can't be seen. Physic, physical... Signs of things are not always are easier to spot rather than the the traits that you can't see and feel emotions, empathy, upset, anger, happiness, love. Like, yeah. like at the end of the day, um, I just know that some people just find it hard to actually be able to do anything but write music or yeah. listen to music. Don't you, don't you, like, and I'm, not, I'm sorry, go on. Um, yeah, and and obviously at the end of the day, like it, it helps people heal, like you said, it helps people trigger something. But maybe that trigger might help them get through to an end result. And I was going like going back to what Slick quickly said. Sorry, artist. Um, like apart before commercialization of, of music, like in tribe senses, the only negative or I wouldn't even say it's a negative outcome or effect, but yeah. for war, like when they were going into battle, they would use that as oh, a yeah as a sense of this is to empower them, but to put fear into their enemies because they've not heard that sound, that kind of, that, that frequency to intimidate their souls within, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So no, that's I didn't a, think about that. That's a really cool, cool point to yeah, point out. Like, yeah, yeah. sounds just rhythm. Like they, everyone has their, has their individual sound. So the tribes going to war and stuff. Yeah. It's just like the um New Zealand the all black the hacker. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think about I think about late at night when you're walking through a park or you're out in your house and you hear like that Rah! and you're thinking, what the fuck is that bro? <laughs> what? You know that's a fox bro fucking with your mind bro. You're thinking that there's a demon outside your fucking house or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like your mind can interpret a sound so differently to yeah. make sure you have so many mixed emotions anyway, which is which is mm. 
which is a nice outlet and an understanding of what you're saying, Sita, to how to communicate and how people can represent and feel through music. Because the way I write a song myself or when I ask Slick to produce a beat for me, yeah, and I explain it, and he, to him, he's just, like, going down, going with the flow, yeah, but when I explain the reason behind I want that sound to be like that, he's like, fuck. Like, yeah. Like, it's <laughs> the way I saw it, yeah. So... Interesting. It, I just I, think that's why it kind of goes back to what I was saying at the beginning. It's like there really needs to be... It's a cultural shift that we're trying to create um and that's not that's completely separate to the industry as well it's like just the attitudes towards mental health even the fact that we call it sort of we separate mental health from physical health so you think you you know when you talk about health you then say health and mental health sort of yeah um that in itself i feel is quite stigmatizing because you're saying well that's something different and you know I always ask, I was like, oh, how's your mental health issues? And sometimes people say, oh, well, I've never had mental health issues. I'm like, oh, I don't have mental health problems or issues. And I'm thinking, you have a brain, you have you have a mind. Yeah. So you're going to have issues. That can be positive as well. You're always going to have yeah. some sort of mental health issues, just as you would have physical health issues. Mm-hmm. Like, it's about all, thing, mind, body, mind and body. Mind. Oh, it's just I think like what people forget is a lot of their health issues has a lot to do with their mind. You know, like yes. a lot of people that are depressed are physically sick. Yes. You know, once, you know when your when your brain is clean and active and and you know positive, you have more time to take care of your body. You yeah. Know? yeah. So the chances are you won't be physically sick because you'll know what's right with your body. Your intuition will be in point on point. And, but so often know, it's so easy to just you know you you get caught up on the physical manifestations of sort of mental health problems for instance you know if anxiety is causing you to have shortness of breath or if it's having if you're if you're feeling pre- stressed and pressured but you're getting headaches, what are you more likely to go to? Um, a bottle of paracetamol to quickly numb the headache? Or are you going to yeah. start um, addressing or kind of going a bit deeper and thinking, well, why am I stressed? Why am I having this headache? What are yes. the triggers? What are, What is going on every day? What can I notice? What are the patterns? Um, so, the work is a lot harder. It's a lot more time-consuming. It's a lot yeah. more in-depth. Um, it's not a quick fix, but equally, the, you know what you can gain from from sort of going deeper and sort of addressing sort of mental health issues is um it's far greater the scope is far greater i i think to add to that yeah is um like you're talking about the quick fix and then the long-term fix and that brings us to the fact that time is money and if you haven't got enough money then you're gonna have to settle for the quick fix that's yeah. literally yeah. the way the world works right now. Like if you've got the money for it, you're gonna have people who are more willing to spend more time on you. But like, yeah. now, the way things are now, GPs, quick bam, straight to the straight to the um medication. That's a that's the quickest way to get you in and out. And well, a, a GP a GP is a general practitioner, which means they generalize on your health and they don't do anything specific like what CTAL does. Now, mm-hmm. for example, what CTAL mm-hmm. say saying like the the physical stress and what artists were saying as well, yeah, that when you have mental, um, mental like issues, and it, it does affect you physically. So when you think, oh, what's a headache? A headache, yeah, because your brain, your brain doesn't feel pain, yeah. Your brain has literally is getting stuff sent to throughout yeah. your body. So somewhere in your body, there's some physical pain somewhere all over your body. Your your brain's that you know by sending and then the the senses around your your brain, your head. And let you know you've got a headache. So you could be tension, 
from in your your traps or um, the nerve being squeezed in your in your your part of your spine, your upper spine. There's a lot of things that could cause you issues to have. Or even emotional tension. Think of the idea of a te- I've got a tension yeah. headache. Then have a look at what's gone on in your life recently. Why mm. you might be having a headache? Why are you feeling emotionally pained? Mm. And people don't physically. People don't realize that we're so complicated in in our system. The way everything is linked within each system, yeah, the, the cardiovascular system, like all the other systems. It's if one thing's off alignment then it's going to cause you so much. So when it starts from your thoughts to, to anything else, like you said, it will trigger a panic attack or anything, it, it's, going to throw, it's going to throw everybody off. And if you don't fix the, the minor thing within you that needs to be fixed, yeah, it could be so tiny that you just don't notice. It could be a massive thing that you, you do notice. Like people and need also to... It's like, uh, the, like. The, the subconscious like will trigger things that... Like, if p- p- people disregard the subconscious so much, like, they think it's all about your physical thinking, like, your conscious thinking all the time. But th- there's there's, pe- there's things that are stored in your mind that you haven't either dealt with or got rid of, right? And if, like, people don't understand, like, even, like, music can trigger that. Mm. You know? Absolutely. Like, how many, how many times have you heard a song and gone back to a moment that's made you feel great or shit? And, and yeah. just because... Like, and you don't even know why. You don't even know why you're feeling that way. You don't know, yeah. Just a quick jump that in. Back to, that goes back to Freud. That's a quite a, a bit. It's Freud. It's an old Freudian kind of um, theory, the topographical model of like our brains, where it's it's like the iceberg theory, where actually, if you think of an iceberg, at the tip of the iceberg is all you're going to see, and that is your conscious. That's what you're. That's what you know you're thinking. And mm. underneath, which is like the kind of, let's say, the waves of the sea. Within that, that's your pre-conscious. That's your pre-conscious, which is, or your subconscious, which is, you might be able to tap into that at times, but it's very, it's still kind of quite, it can be quite lucid at times or not. And then mm. underneath <clears throat> the massive mold of it is the unconscious. So there's a hell of a lot of stored, stored Mad. there. The subconscious, uh, conscious, subconscious, and unconscious. unconscious. That unconscious yeah. is mad. But they're all, but they're all necessary. And actually, things that are in your unconscious, and sometimes what we do in therapy is bringing some of the things in, that are in the unconscious, but they're being manifested in other ways in your pre preconscious and conscious. Uh, how do, how do you, you even get them, to that unconscious? Them. You start, it's, it's exploratory. It takes time, but yeah. you start moving from the unconscious into the conscious. So then you can start exploring what's going on there to... So, to to kind of work out what some of these sort of symptomatic problems are in in the conscious. You could kind of like, sorry, can I just say one thing quick? Yeah. Like where the, the, like, uh, I don't know if you know, but most people know the, um, the, the the actual computer is based off of the way your brain works, right? So if you look at the, a computer, like a, a, like a biocomputer, right? So you have the programs that are running, which is the conscious mind, then you have the background tasks, or you have, you know, and then viruses can also relate to how you, your body works. And then you have, um, then you have programs that are dormant. So they basically are programs you haven't used for time or whatever. And once you reopen them, your computer starts working in a completely different way because right. it now has to, do you know what I mean? So if you look at, if you just really break down your brain like a computer, like how often do you clear your, your, your trash can? Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. And the trash can is like is that that the excess storage in your brain that you don't need, and it's just just there. Like, 
I do this meditational thing where if there's information I don't like or need, I can make it disappear. And all of a sudden I don't remember it. And it's the same as a, it's the same as your trash can. It's like, if, if you've got way too much information on your computer, it's going to slow down. That's yeah. why people, they crash because they, they think too much and they're not, they're not, they're not breathing. They're not slowing their mind down. They're not getting rid of information. That's, that's pointless. You know? Exactly. And I think that's the work that we do is, is sort of exploring those avenues, exploring those, those um, directions and um, all of those things that are coming up. So then you can then understand them, gain new insight, new perspective, and then they're transformed. Then, then they're back in, in your conscious. So then you have an active participation as to what you want to do with those thoughts and um, experiences. Do you want to process them and let them go? Or do you want to, uh, do you, do they need a bit more work? Do they need a bit more understanding? What, as long as you're able to notice them and it's bringing that into the awareness, I think. And, and uh, yeah, that's a great analogy. That's I like the idea of um, relating it back to a computer. Yeah, that, that's yeah. thick. I, I've never thought about relating it to a natural computer as well. It, it, there's that's a book crazy. called um, Eureka Enigma. This is the only book I've ever read from start to finish. <laughs> but it's by a guy called Ron G. Holland. It's, he basically talks about how the brain is like a, um, a neural biocomputer. Um, and he basically studied this 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 massive biocomputer, and then he learned how to um, structure his way of thinking around that, and that's how he basically wrote the book. And it's 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 so sick. I can't I can't remember the ins and outs, but I, I read it when I was like seventeen. Like it's a it's a book you should check out. Sick. Where was that called again? Let me write that down real quick. Eureka, Eureka Enigma by Ron G. Holland. Cool. Yeah, I remember. I remember Ron. He's <laughs> it's because of him that I learned to visualize because he 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 we all went to one of his seminars with our dad and he talked about how he um he um manifested his first Rolls Royce and it was all the whole law of attraction thing but um law of attraction wasn't a thing then like in the mainstream like people weren't talking about the secret or nothing so yeah yeah this this like the whole the whole manifesting and, and, you know, reprogramming your brain has been around for a long time. It's just, pe mm -hmm. it's now becoming more commercial. So it's, yeah. it is becoming easier to learn to control, but mm -hmm. you, you know, you need people like us and Satal who, who know the ins and outs of how, why, why and how that works to be mm -hmm. able to explain that to people who have no, no idea, you know? To be well, honest, gonna... in the most limpistic of terms, the way I kind of describe it is us, we're like little, we're like water bottles. At the end of the day, we're, we're going to get filled up with mm -hmm. lots of stuff. The longer we live, we're going to get filled up. We experience different things every single day. So if we get to the top, how are we going to fit more water? We're going to start mm -hmm. overflowing. We need to start letting things out to let other things in. And yeah, it needs 100%. to be a constant process mm -hmm. of sort of letting some things out to let others in. There's only, we're, uh, there's only yeah. so much we can be filled up to. And I literally Not, look at ourselves as containers. And that's Another that. analogy, yeah? Uh, question for everyone, yeah? How many hard drives have you used in your lifetime? I've got four right now. <laughs> G? Um... um how many like actual roughly. field and used? Yeah. I haven't. Nick? <laughs> Probably definitely over ten. Like Lethal? A yeah. couple uh, of specific number. I'm not, I'm not I'm oh, yeah, you're, you're I've not got, a, you're I've got a couple, but that's yeah, so it. like just to relate it back to that, it's like okay, you you get a hard drive and you sort you back up, you sort all this data on it, and then rarely do we like just clear the stuff out of that. Well, me personally, I can oh, only talk about yeah, I, I tend to just get a bigger hard drive and then 
leave that old shit in the old one. But like, yeah, it's it's kind of like relating to the minds. It's like we, I'm I'm not used to clearing the space that I've already got. I'm used to just getting rid of that and then getting another one. And but then think it, about it. Think visualize it in like a real like sense of um, hoarding. Like that's a that's yeah. an actual issue. Like if you think yeah. about, if you were to keep every single thing that you came into contact with, you'd have. You you wouldn't be able to have any space in your room for all the things that were brought up. Well, so then you'd you'd think, oh god, that's a problem, right? That's so what I've been doing. Why aren't you applying that to your mind as well and um, sort of exploring? You you, can, you don't have to keep adding more. You yeah. can you let stuff yeah. go and then add more, and it'd be a constant sort of flow. Yeah, no, I I agree. Like that's why the thing is, I I do like two um, counterproductive things. One is having all these hard drives with so many memories from back in the day, like stuff that I completely would never have remembered. And then I do the med- meditational process where I delete memories. So I can't remember things <laughs> months ago. <laughs> so when I look back on these, these pictures or videos, I'm like, Wow, you, you that's, know why what, some, that's why sometimes you, things with, with artists is annoying. I swear, like I'm like, bro, do you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> like, what you talk about? I never did that. I was like, bro, you did that. I'm like, nah. He's like, no, no, I never did. I'm like, bro. I, <laughs> <laughs> I never did that. And the thing is, no, no, the thing is, no, he looks, he looks at me. Oh, like, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, I look at him like, when did that happen? Even though I'm seeing the physical evidence, I'm like, I don't recall this. That's mad. But for me, like the skill. I don't know. It's like the some. It's something I learned, and ever since I've learned it, I've enjoyed the idea of not remembering remembering things just because I'm excited to learn new things. Mm. It's a. It's good and bad because people holler me all the time, and they're like, "Yo, we've got this plan." I'm like, "Why didn't you tell me?" I'm like, "They're like, what are you talking about? We've been thinking about this all week." (laughs) Really? Do you know what I wanted to ask? Week long memory. What? (laughs) <laughs> sometimes it's sometimes it's weeks and sometimes it's months. If I tap deep enough, I can I can reconnect with the memory. So so it's kind of like you um you compress you compress the files so you save space rather than no no well, it's it's that plus you know like when you delete from your um when you delete from your um your bin. Yeah. You, mm. you, you have to you have to contact the support to go deep into your <laughs> yeah 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 and then so they the, can retrieve the, the it. Bin, the bin is a subconscious, but then when you delete the bin, it, it goes, it goes into, into the, the unconscious. Unconscious, and you yeah. and there's still a way there's still a way to get to that information. Yeah, so you, you just have to go for technical support. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm technical support. I'm not again. <laughs> you keep oh, coming geez. back here. I'm like <laughs> I'm stuck. Um. But speaking of mental health, I mean, I suppose I've heard this podcast a lot. You always talk about. I'm going to ask, how are you all? Done, no, terrible. I was about to say that as well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, yo, like, I don't, I don't, me- I, don't rem- I don't remember anything. Why would I be great? I'm joking. Let's, let's talk to Nick. Nick, Nick. Nick. Haven't He's heard from you, bro. You're a bit quiet, bro. How are you? I'm just listening, man. To what all you man are saying. Do you know what I like? Man, I would like Nick to actually have proper input. Nick, what are you saying, bro? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good, bro. Enjoying How the sun. How are you doing in, in, in this time? Like, obviously, the, the last catch-up we had was, was probably about, what, three, four weeks ago? So it's like, mm. how are you coping? How, like, with work, life, family? Obviously, it's a mad time right now, isn't it? You know? How you doing? Bro, as I was telling you yesterday, mm. um, yeah, I'm all good, man. Just still working. Um, work's pretty busy, like, Thursdays and Fridays, but then 
it's just good to kind of have a routine like at least Monday to Friday but then Saturdays and Sundays is where all the days kind of blur into one Mm. but you know it's good man I'm just trying to keep as busy as I can trying to stick to a schedule at least and then if I'm not working we'll be hopping on PS4 Call of Duty watching Netflix well what about like Uh, fam fam, like how is it like being being at home and not being able to go out as much you know I mean not gonna lie like the first few weeks were pretty hard because like I'm always kind of out and stuff Mm. like gigs or just like meeting different people in the industry but Mm -hmm. then I have kind of got used to it, like the routine. Like it's it's easy not going in and commuting and stuff because we do have more hours in the day because of it. But uh, you know, what hours with, I mean, it can be quite difficult at times. For I can imagine it being difficult for people to kind of feel the pressure to fill that time. Do any of you feel the pressure to be doing more? For more, yeah. Time? Yes or no? Yeah, I think I like I, I don't know. Like when. When you you're creative, it's like it's like this whole like you've just been given the opportunity to be as free as you want as long as you want. You know, yeah. you can go to bed at five a.m. and wake up at ten or twelve if you want, and then get back to creating. I think I think right now for a lot of people to be able to restructure their whole mind on how to live by themselves or to to do find things to do is going to be a challenge for a lot of people. For me, I'm like. You know, at first, like, like who, who said that uh, it was hard at first? Me. Yeah. Because so like, first week, yeah. I, I'm with you difficult. as well because I had this whole this whole idea of what I thought was going to happen didn't really happen mm-hmm. that way. But um, I think, like, you know, and then I always come back to him. I was watching a Gary Vee video, right? And <laughs> well, you love Gary Vee. Yeah, Gary Vee in a building. <laughs> he's like, he's just the older version of me. So I just, I see, like, he's like the more successful version of myself so um right when I, yeah so when i when i listen to him i'm like this is stuff that i would say but just not as harsh and like i just i like the, <laughs> yeah the older like you the, get the like, more harsh you are because well, he's just, so think, blunt you mean he's, like, yeah he's he's always been like that but it's, it's good that it's like that because it just makes you really have to think but i just like the um the idea that his thing is adapt right now my problem is I've always gone, I'm not jumping on trends. I'm the guy that's like, no, screw the trend. I'm not doing that. And then eventually I do. And I'm like, shit, I should have done it then. This is a time where I'm like, I need to get ahead of what everyone's doing because... Curve. Ahead of the curve. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's like trying to work out what to do. And it's like, I've stopped posting stuff about 5G and, and this and that on my story. I'm not buying into it because it's like, that's, whether, whether I'm right or wrong, it's not going to benefit me. Like, all that's going to happen is I'm going to say, told you so, ego's going to kick in, and then what? Like, yeah. I'm not going to spend time doing all this research for what? Because what's going to happen is going to happen. I want to right now create as much music as I can, create as much content, like, draw, because when I come out of this, I want to be like, I've got a stack of stuff that I would never have been able to do mm. if I was working or doing and all can this I stuff. Jump in there, yeah? um, they're, they're missing the point here. No, this is actual. This is this is freedom, bro. Like like me personally, What's just yeah. Happened? My internet. Can you hear me? Yeah. Like like yeah. Me personally, when I found out that I was, but because right now I'm working from home still, so I'm still doing nine to five, but working from home. But I have got extra hours now due to um less travel and all that sort of stuff. But like at the beginning, in the first week or two, I was like, yes. I've got way more time to do what I need to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Like I had a, I was so excited. 
And then like couple, maybe about three weeks into it, I'm start, I start feeling like overwhelmed and just, I, I feel like I'm trying to do too much. So like, I, I feel like I was, I don't know, like I see, I saw the opportunity, but I feel like I was trying to capitalize on something where I, I still, I, I shouldn't have to change my process <clears throat> because of this, the world outside. And I shouldn't I try yeah. to do too, too much. I should still... I think a good rule of thumb is kind of to question, would I be doing this face this much face to face? Would I be doing this much in person? And I think, yeah, uh, you know, there is a balance. You have got a few extra hours a day, but then you can also use that time to relax. I mean, think of the amount of times I can say this for myself, like the amount of times I wished I needed just a, just a couple hours just to relax mm. every day. but didn't have that time. So even that's worthwhile as well. But yeah, asking that's helped me a lot sort of asking kind of, would I be taking on this much if it were all face-to-face -face and in person? Because the mental stress and the mental energy it takes to be involved in anything or doing that work is still just as much. Yeah. It's still the same. So you still need that recovery time. But like, so perfect example. doing more is cutting into that recovery time. Yeah, exactly. That recovery time. And that's a good example of like, okay, as a creative, there, there does you do when you're creating well as as a musician I'm an, and a producer and stuff I can only talk from that perspective. It's like I can only do so many hours with headphones on or the monitors on. Like your ears still get fatigued. So like even yeah. if I have an extra three hours, if I push my if I spend those three hours on carrying on creating music, I'm not I'm not going to be as productive as I was in the first three hours. You know what I mean? So it's like okay, we've got these extra hours. But maybe we should we should kind of spend some of that time to just look within ourselves and just better ourselves in our in our own space and not try to force ourselves to do too much just because we feel like we have to. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, you um, shouldn't force yourself to do anything, man, because like the body gets fatigued doing anything. Right. Yeah. So it's like I feel like you shouldn't pressurize yourself just because we're not commuting and we do have say two and a half hours it's just like try and stick to a schedule as much as you can because we are we're actually living through history right now like it may sound corny to say it but like hey. uh, g actually posted this really funny meme on on instagram g oh, do you man. remember the corona one elmo and he's like um <laughs> Elmo, it says, um, grand, grandson at a family barbecue in 30 years asking, do you want a corona? And then behind him is like a, a mushroom cloud and coronavirus and the toilet paper and all this kind of shit. And I posted some epic music to it. Oh, my day. But it's actually true, though, because like, imagine in like 20 years when like we're talking to our kids or whatever and they're like, what we lived through like nothing like this has happened before, but if shut down the Premier League like Glastonbury, like everything's been yeah. cancelled. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what I wanted, I wanted to actually on that note? Yeah, imagine if it was like I know this is like a, a dire thing, but imagine if it was drastically like, bruv, you go out your house, you're gonna drop dead. Imagine if it was like yeah. some, that, that kind of level, or like, like there like, were riots proper, and proper, shit, proper. like yeah, yeah. Like, like, that would be so mash up like in in reality of the whole situation then you would you would like all the little meme jokes don't think people would have time to make them or anything like that. Yeah. Nah, man it would be like everyone's out for themselves like some next level like video game or fucking like apocalyptic just 
Maybe I feel like the memes and stuff are our way of it's it's just it's a, a way of it's an art coping. form as well. It's an art form as well. Yeah, art, making memes is not easy. making good memes is not easy. It's it's a form of communication as well. So and like, it helped people to cope, man. Like that, yeah, that yeah. gave me a good laugh. And it's just like a comedian. Sorry, so the the thing about that meme was it's like this is you something from our childhood that our parents and grandparents will remember. So mm. the Elmo, and then used to modern day things. So when they say thirty years in in front, it's literally like maybe even longer than that because Sesame Street is bloody old. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it links back to a deep, deep, deep like family space and time that you can remember from like, yeah, don't know. It's just crazy. Sick, Going man. back to like the idea of kind of doing too much or like feeling the pressure and things, I think it's it's perfectly normal to have all of these kind of going through this kind of um, roller coaster of different kind of responses. I think anyone through in stress responses or trauma responses, um, we either have that the fight, flight, or freeze response. So, you know, in this instance, the fighting would be kind of being overproductivity, trying to do everything, and kind of like I'm fighting this, I'm doing everything, doing everything, doing everything. Yeah. Freeze would be that that paralysis of being like oh, shit, I'm, I can't do anything. I don't know what to do. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm not going to do anything instead. And then the um, flight response would be kind of denial, those who are kind of still not really understand. Oh, right, it's not, nothing's going on. It's not affecting me personally. I'm still going to go about my business kind of thing. Do, um, do you know what? The, I think for me in this situation, I, I, I found it, I'm finding it stressful because as much as I play the jackass and I and I say a lot of jokey things where it might be, you know me, you know how I am. <laughs> yeah. Like, I fucking find this so stressful to the point where, like, I've I moved in, like, my I moved into my nan's because she's older and she needs help and support and whatever. But then a lot of things, just like today and the past couple of days, it's just got to me. It's like, why is it so fucking hard? And... But I, I don't know what I get. I was thinking about it. I was like, is it because everybody, even though they might not be scared of it, some our beliefs might not be like, oh, it's not going to kill me or get me or my friends or my family. We're just sticking to the guidelines, and for that, I'm not being able to see any of of the squad, you know, yeah. and not to be able to see you a lot in physical is very daunting, especially when I'm doing. I, I, by the way, I don't begrudge looking after my nan. I love her, like all this, like yeah. Everything. yeah. So anything I'll do, I, I don't care. She asked me, I'll do it, yeah. But it's just that I'm doing it day in, day out. I'm not yeah. got to see you guys. Sometimes I don't feel like going out, even though I know that I'm I'm an out person. Like mm. I need to be out doing work. I need to be out doing something creative. Like not even being able to come and sit in on the music session not even being able to come and catch you guys at a music event, it's difficult. Yeah, and definitely. going back to your mind feeling cluttered and getting rid of certain things, like my room was full of things when I moved, like sick, you remember how when yeah. I moved here. But yeah. if you look in my room right now, it's, 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 it's getting better. So I'm, I'm clearing out the physical, but I guess some of the mental stress and strains do get to a point and writing tracks now like like what Cito was saying it has helped me express a certain way and the mm. outlet What's, what happened to artists by the way yeah that, that, that's I'm right. trying to figure that out to I'm sending oh, him an invitation it logged him out for some reason I'm okay. just bear with it definitely and I think you're not on your own in that kind of response either I think um 
I've definitely had a few meltdowns over the past few weeks, for sure. I think we're all human. We're all going to have so many different responses to this. Um, these times, it's so uncertain, so unknown. Um, unknown. Um, uh, the, the, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm personally missing being with, like, sort of having other energies around me and kind of um, for all the, like, virtual conversations are, are great and great ways to connect. I can't, I'm I'm lacking that kind of feel that internal feeling of being around yeah. others, um, you know, because and so much I can deal with my partner and kind of having those energies as well. And so it's just it's um, yeah. <laughs> you want you want variety uh, as well. So it's tough. I feel like I feel like this is a section on when you text somebody. Like texting somebody can always be being misinterpreted because right. you know how you know how I'm in person, but hearing it over over yeah. the, the the internet, you're like, oh, bruv, shut the fuck up! Like, yeah, like, why are you, why are you being like that? But then at the same time, it's like, uh, when when you're stuck in your own bubble, it's like those bubbles ain't joining, so you're not getting the full picture of perspective. Exactly. You don't because you because so you. you, you yeah. yeah, and you can understand and take in and on board how I might feel because I might say something stupid in your eyes or somebody else's eyes or something that's interesting or catches you. But if you come back to me in that circle and we're physically with each other, you can then ask, oh, how come she said that? And mm. I'm like, do you know what? This is the reason and I can either be apologetic, I can be, you know, I could just and be... And also because... because, because you can feel um, the sincerity as well. You can, fe you can feel the tone... Um, words and sort of words only carry so much it's how mm. you say them it's what you're saying it's your body language it's what you evoke with that with everything that words are only account for maybe like 30 percent of what it's, you're saying it's actually 10 percent words are only 10 percent it's actually two percent two percent oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> it actually doesn't count at all <laughs> body language is the is the most important thing and and then, yeah. and then beyond that it's energy like that you just feel yeah, I, I was going to say as well, because uh, um, it's another situation as well. Like people who are in relationships, I guess they feel the strain of sometimes being with a partner when they don't get along with, with each other, um, as well as some other partners do. But then at the same time, even though you might be in that single free life, yeah, having the capability to even have a cuddle or, you know what I'm saying, just like a hug or like, a, like being able to say like, oh yeah, 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 like sometimes when I'm out in the, in the street and then someone's standing too close to me, they are in my personal space. So I'm like, yo, like chill. But if, if you're, people have take, taken extreme these days. So like, it's like, I say hi to people in the morning. Good morning. Yeah. They look at me like, why the fuck are you speaking to me? Like, <laughs> because they think you've got Corona. <laughs> yeah, you you know what? You know the thing is, yeah, I I feel um that may, maybe it's it's right right now. It sounds like you need or you want more love connection with phys in in the physical space. So when you're out and you say hi to people, right now you you're in a space where you you want to feel that connection in reality rather than through videos and all this shit but maybe the people who have responded to you are people who have re are living with people who they already get that energy from so now they're not in that space in that mindset where they want to feel that connection so they're re re rejecting your 
expression. Mm. But there's um, there's a there's a pattern in in who responds, and the response is the younger generation are generally like they don't give a fuck or it's because whatever. Of fear, fear. That's why. But the, the older generation, they are polite as hell. Like they say good morning, they say how you doing. Like what, do you know what? Whether they they're doing it out of loneliness themselves or whatever. They have respect, and I think it's because they follow a, a, an old teaching style and way of, of life. Mm. So, it, do you know what? I don't know if you live near or next to any elderly people, but if you have a conversation with somebody, even if it's from a distance, yeah, a neighbour or whoever, I'm sure their perspective might open up your eyes completely differently. And, and you, you know, like, well, I, I had a conversation with my grandma the other day, and, and she... I was like, oh, how are you, how are you doing, blah, blah, blah. How, how is this, how are you coping with this situation? And she's like, no, how are you coping with this situation? And and basically what her point was is that she's used to this sort of thing. Like, mm. as, as you get older, the older generation are more likely to be socially isolated than younger generation. So, so, know what we should do. so, so quick, like, quick. When, when you relate, quick, quick, quickly, when you kind of spoke about having a conversation with someone older is because yeah. they, they appreciate it more because they probably don't have it the opportunity to have those sort of connections and yeah. dialogues as often as younger people do yeah you know one thing that i would say about our friendship circle apart from this corona shit in the future when it gets onwards yeah we should always definitely do a good gathering and have like good mat mat i think you know probably meeting up and stuff because when you're older as well yeah like sorry sorry artist no, no you're right. it, it gets to it gets to a point where sometimes mobility this is why i'm, I'm going back to the, the mental and physical health yeah? yeah why what i'm putting into my body right now because um, artist is on a spiritual way which i'm trying to gain myself into and obviously mental stress is what i'm experiencing right now but it, the physical and internal self my body is on point right now. My immune system is skyrocketed through the roof because of what I've been putting in my body, eating more, more, more veg and fruit and stuff. Back on a, on a higher level. So yeah. each individually, we all have ways that are helping us. So as long as we all stick together, and this is not just us in this group for this group chat. Talk about everybody in general because mm. we should be using, like artist says, this is freedom. We should be using this time to heal ourselves internally externally mentally spiritually like it, it sounds like a lot but it's not really a lot like mm. you I agree with that, I agree with, that with, the, to, with to a certain extent but I also need I feel like it's important to remove the we should because I think everyone needs to be doing whatever they're doing that's right for them and sometimes even that the pressure of you know thinking mm. you know those especially those who perhaps aren't used to sort of cooking much at all now they're suddenly they're not able to go out or do any do any of these things i think mm-hmm. lifestyles have changed completely so i think it's all right to be oh be gentle with yourself and just do what you need to do at any given time of the day like yeah um, uh, move well, i agree with both of you i get i get both your points there like what yeah. i'm what, what i'm hearing from a lot of people who i'm speaking to online is a lot of people are saying the same thing i miss human connection like I'm hearing mm-hmm. that and I'm hearing yeah. that from a lot of people. So I think naturally people are gonna less take it not take it for granted as much when they do come out to to meet people because like the fact that you can be locked away for you know, this this could happen again and it could happen for a year. It could happen imagine like we're locked away for two, three years. Like imagine. Do you like, know what this might be actually good for humanity in a sense? I think so. No, I, I, I agree. After, 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 
after this ends yeah we're gonna treat each other with way more respect and and and, and um, appreciate each other a bit more as as, 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 so. as, a, as a world as a I hope so too. I don't know yeah. if I'm as optimistic with that might happen, but I hope so. Well, initially, anyway, <laughs> we'll see. the world itself is healing. The planet's healing. Oh, because is... you know what? We're the virus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the environment. Why is it cracking up like that? <laughs> because, 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 like we're all talking about this virus is mashing up our lives, but maybe the Earth is like, yo. Oh, you know how many? Oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say you're absolutely correct. Like the the, the world is healing right now. That you know there is a lot less pollution. There's you know plants are growing. Apparently there are um there are um animals that are coming out that have not been seen. I don't know how true that is, but there's That's a lot. True. There's a lot happening that would never have happened. And the thing is, I I think this is gonna if they don't take if they don't take the data from this and realize what they're doing to the planet, then there's that that's the biggest problem because mm. we can only we can only live in a system that's created by the the people who create the system right so they need to fix it before we can and because we can only for example they could have they could have had um solar power cars long time ago but it doesn't benefit them because it doesn't they they, they can't make money from oil and all of this so mm. you know there's there is a system here where they're going to sacrifice health for well, they can they can they can get rid of the oil and invest into the other industries because yeah, of course they can, but they yeah. they they, they won't they need... because because it's the old older generation are the ones who don't want oh. change because they they they're in the industries and they 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 they're not able to jump into another industry like to jump into a completely new industry like imagine you're you own like oil, oil rigs or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you, you haven't got any investment lot. in solar power. Yeah. Like you're going to do everything you can to, to keep it. ensure that you can keep <laughs> your money going in your industry. Yeah. But like it will happen over to over time, generations and generations, the younger generation will, will, will pick up, you know, and, and things will move, but it's obviously not going to move as quickly as we hope because of money and industries, you know? I agree with you. I do agree with you, but at the same time, yeah, I know that they have such a they have so much power and influence and money, yeah, that they probably have other outlets that they've invested into already. Well, no, because no, I, I I think that they're already investing in what they know is coming. They just probably aren't putting. Because the thing is, look, whoever is controlling the money is always ahead. Right. So if they know, if they if they know and it's, it's going to happen because, you know, they're talking about they've been talking about solar power and solar energy and all this stuff and, and, um, and you know, free energy like who, who uh, what's his name? Um, Tesla, like he he was the first person to come out, come up with free energy and free electricity and all this. And then that idea got blown out because it was like there's no money in that. Mm. You know, uh, bro, so, like. like Oil, like, like back to the oil and the, and solar power. Like, imagine if if you're in the oil industry and and you have got the power to influence blah blah blah. Okay, maybe you would invest into solar power, but that doesn't change the fact that you still want the, you want to keep running the oil until yeah yeah, yeah of course until no more hundred percent. So, so because to start a new a new industry like the the profit is not gonna the profit margin isn't gonna be as high as a as an industry that's been running for hundreds of years. Do you know what I mean? So you're you need gonna to change the keep whole, running. You need to change the whole global infrastructure. Like yeah. it's like it's like for example, people and I, I don't want to go back into it, but 
in order for for you to have a world with 5G, you have to build masks, right? But it's then it is an investment. It's a time investment. It's a you know, and it's also like it's a it's a sacrifice because there's health to sacrifice. But they know that if you want to move forward with technology, which they've always wanted to do, you need to sacrifice part of humanity, right? And they're 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 happy to do that. Why? Because <laughs> is that What's Tesla? <laughs> yeah, that's Tesla, bro. Oh my days! Oh like my he, days. Gonna, he he didn't have enough um, energy to cut his beard or his moustache. Mad, <laughs> mad. You see that big, thick, thick moustache? Well, they had blades back then. Anyway, you can. Yo, I, yeah. I, I think like all, all, like let's just bring it back a bit. Like we were we were trying about like the lockdown and how we're doing at this time. Like, but like let's bring it to. An interesting one where I'm, I'm sure all of us have seen some parts of it over time, like artists and entertainers who have been really kind of things have changed in the industry in terms of how we're adapting and and how we're what what outlets we're using to put our stuff out. You know, I see what you're doing. We've been locked into the live streaming things, man. I see what you're that, doing. That's what's happening right now. Is there's been a leap in tech. There's been a leap in the demand for live entertainment now and yes madness is going on like, like you, you can never you can never what's the word um underestimate humans we're always going to do some madness with with whatever situation we've we're dealt with you know who's been who's been locked into like the live streaming things hey, some bro. of them some of them like swarms <laughs> yeah Tory um, lane i've seen i've seen Tory lanes yeah uh, i was like do you know what? It's jokes. Because <laughs> obviously yeah. he's, he's bringing up all the, the, the normal people, the normal people who are trapped in, like women and that, yeah. It's just to try and promote, like, whatever. And it's bringing guys as well. Oh do, oh, yeah. oh, do you mean, like, just not celebrities, just random people? Yeah, right, like, random people. Oh. He's bringing in to do, like... The, he obviously... Tory Lanez got banned from Insta because... He was getting women to twerk for him, and obviously, what was no, happening? No, it's because the woman sucked off the dildo. She did that. That's why, yeah, it was but a gummy it's not, bit. That's not even a penis, though. No, it doesn't matter. Like, it's still, it's still sexualized. Yeah, if you got under thirteen, seeing that on Instagram, they obviously... because it it still counts as a, like a pornographic act. Like she was deep throat in this massive gummy bit. So. <laughs> Take, I didn't see that. It was like it was like, gummy it was like this, no, sorry, it was a gummy worm, gummy worm, gummy like worm, this, what? A gummy oh, worm. Like a worm, bruv. All I'm gonna say that's not a that's not a dildo then. So it's a worm. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, um, he was just getting a lot of women to twerk for him and all this kind of shit. And then obviously, um, through that, I guess he's trying to keep his engagement entertained, isn't it? But. The, the one thing that he, I, I don't know why he was getting women to pour milk over them. But yeah, so I, I think he was just getting a bit gassed. Like, I, I've seen yeah. clips where he's just like, he's even, there's one with yeah. Popcorn, like the artist. And he's like, yo, Popcorn, what are you saying? And Popcorn's like, you know what? Man, just cooking you in an in a accent, yeah. And then, and then Tory Lanez is like, oh, he's cooking. <laughs> it's sick. Like, like, he's making it into some sort of a game show or like a TV show. Like, I love the energy. Um, and then I guess yeah. maybe, obviously, if you bring in um fans or whatever, obviously things can get a bit crazy. But do you know what? A fan will want to do a lot for a celebrity. If What's you put it in that sense, 
Because and the, thing the, is, fan will, the reason the fan will want to do a lot for a celebrity is because they're like, this is my moment. I finally connected with that one person that I've had a crush on or whatever that, that, that gives me that, that vibe through a musical sense. Like, they feel connected. Um, going back to Seatow, like, mm-hmm. the, the sense of, the sense of, like, how music makes them feel or how the lyrics or his voice makes that woman feel. They're like, fuck, I need to do what I need to do for this guy so he can notice me. Mm. And because then, then like, to, for example, like, if you look at what Swarms is doing, he's, he's, he's scouting some of these models now. He's, he's keeping in contact with these models for, because they're twerking his videos. He's going to have videos. He's going to have them in the music videos and stuff. And he'll get them in the yard. What are you talking he'll about? He'll get them for free. Yeah, look, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but, you know, he'll, he'll be able to get these girls in videos for free as opposed to having to pay for them. Quick question. You know, so, what is your opinion on that in general? Like, What's I like, love it, man. Because with Swarms, it brings it closer to home rather than comparing it to Tory Lanez. But, like, like, what is your opinion on him exploiting... <laughs> no, 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 no. See, 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 see. I think and this, is where the, this is where the problem comes in, right? Because he is not forcing anyone to jump on. No, he's on. not forcing... You know, exploitation isn't forcing people. It's you're monetizing off of someone else's... Someone else. You're exploiting... Yeah. No, but they're also monetizing <laughs> off of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah because, I, I because he's, he's he's got the bigger following. So yeah. also, he's allowing he's allowing the he's allowing the people benefiting to, him, but he's huh? allowing the people to come on and twerk for him. Put yeah, up he's their giving money, them so they can earn money so they can earn money because he said put your details in and we can do a PayPal so many, money. So many, so many like, girls are promoting their their OnlyFans on there. Like girls will come on and go, oh, I have OnlyFans, and then yo, some of these girls are jumping OnlyFans fans like crazy. Serious. I think if if there's, you know, consent and um, competency to be and capacity to consent, then, you know, everyone has free choice to do that. But I Mm. think it comes to a point where, you know, what I would I would question is, you know, where is the fact checking? I mean, how can you tell, like, if a girl is, you know, underage or not? So I think that's where it comes into question where depending on what you're doing, if there is, you know, removal of clothes or any sort of extra sort of sexualized behaviors, then actually Instagram rules and regulations yeah. are tight to protect perhaps the minors of the world. Mm, so, true. you know, there true. is a, there is a ethical kind of consideration in that sense, but the, well, yeah. the thing is, the that, thing is that's like, Instagram as well, though. that's, that's both a, of them have been banned many times because of sexual acts, right? So twerking isn't classed as a sexual act because it's a cultural dance, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's when they start becoming... Doing like it said, Taking off their pants and, like, I've you know... I've not seen that. I've <laughs> just not seen it. Yeah, well, I've seen it, like... <laughs> I need to watch this shit. Well, my phone, my, my, my iPhone's fucked up, I'm trapped in my room, i got nobody, i got no friends, you know what it is, it's just hard out here. friends! You've got yeah. friends. I got, friends. I got, no, well, the point is like, I think, and Instagram is being, because they're watching, especially Swam, so they blocked him until yeah. the 25th, which is today. Um, so, you know, they kept giving him warnings. And the thing is like, it's not, he's done this thing called fuck the guidelines. I guarantee you now, remember I said this is going to do a track called fuck the guidelines. This is the second thing I'm predicting. Um, so he, you a prophet. He is, um, like, like we said, he's giving them a platform to, you know, freedom, uh, be free. But I think where, what he's doing this now is he's doing this whole fuck the guidelines thing where he knows that 
they they can push a little bit more. And he and that's how he that's how he went from two hundred thousand followers to a million in three weeks. Yeah. You know because Bruh. yeah he's that's on a million. Because you know what the thing is, as an artist, yeah, I haven't really heard of him. He probably might be bigger than. Well, for you with a Bali, you all know. Yeah, bro, he was big. Oh, him. That's him. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only track I actually knew. Same. He's only dropped a few <laughs> singles. You know, he's he did upcoming. that at Novocaine Studios. Literally, just around the corner. Oh, for real? Yeah, he recorded that there. Man, who was on the production? You know, was it um, was it not um? What's your what's your the one who did sorry bro I forgot his name I like I know his name did um... Speed Freaks Speed Freaks did it okay cool I was just I was just I'm trying to reference um the guy no, who okay. did the remix of Freeman Wood for you oh Jeff Nang Jeff Nang, Jeff Nang. yeah I was wondering yeah. if it was Jeff Nang nah oh well, um quick quick one like so off back off what you're saying about two hundred thousand followers to one million followers based on what he's doing right now mm-hmm. like ha, ha, what what are your thoughts on his choice to do what he's doing now and 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 really push that and how is that gonna affect him moving forward? Is he gonna I, keep doing Twitter videos or out of all the, after this lockdown shit? Is it I gonna know. affect his music I career? Think, what do you think? I think if anything it's gonna it's gonna push his music career because you know his music is about you know it's it's urban music it's 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 like it's 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 typical girls, money, drugs, whatever it is that you know he, he wants to talk about. So this is basically for him, it fits what he's trying to do. Yeah. Right. And like to be able to jump, like some people on Love Island don't get to a million that quick. Man. Yeah, true. You know That's what I mean? True. So he's done think people like, unfollow him after a while because and if he I don't think he's gonna keep no, doing no, this. look look because look, he dropped a music video today, right? Oh, with KSI, with yeah. KSI and um, who's the other guy? Tion Wayne. What this is going to do is now he's going to his. If he's smart, he'll get one of his tunes on TikTok, and girls will do TikToks to it. If he's not smart, he won't do that. But I think the streams of this song is going to blow up because he's going to be promoting it, right? And I think when he comes out of this, his streams and his um, industry presence will be a lot higher than it was. So I think he's smart. He's taken he's taken a, a <laughs> recipe um, which was. Tory Lane's recipe, and he's killed it in the UK. He's got so many American girl, American girls that come on his live. That they mm. don't even know where he's from. They're like, "Where are you from?" Yeah, you come on his live. No, I just, I just, I still think, I just think there needs to be a little bit more paid attention paid to that, the ethical considerations for what's going on. I think social media platforms generally, their their regulations are so lax when it comes you, to. You know why? It's because it's just. It's, I think some of them are too strict. Yeah, same. I agree. Huh? I, I agree with... Well, I agree which with one's the like, like, no, Instagram, because sometimes Instagram, they like, remove videos, yeah, like photos. Like, you know how many, how, how, many, how many things I posted on my photography page that aren't even provocative, that they're blocking? And it's, yeah, like, oh, it's like... It's like they shadow ban my page just because I'm posting women in lingerie. It's like... Because it's, easier, because it's easier to regulate that than it is to regulate how um, minors can get onto these sites. And it's, it, it costs less to have monitor, people to monitor that than to actually fact-check each profile and say... That's kind just of, bad parenting, man. That makes sense. No, no, that isn't. No, because isn't. You, can get, you can get an eight-year-old or, no, 10-year-old who, who can set up a profile and say that they're 18. Yeah. Pre- pre- and parents. also, it's bad parents. It's not bad parenting. Think of how many times we've, like... 
completely got disregarded everything our parents might have said exactly. and to yeah. our, without our parents' knowledge. That's and so they didn't do anything like we, we were the rascals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I've, I've, ne- like, I've never agreed, and I know to some extent it is, but I've never agreed with people's behaviour being all down to their parents. If you look at how me, Gina and Alan are, we were all brought up exactly the same and we've all taken different paths. People it's, don't know it's, it's about your your experiences for, in general. Like like you only experience so much at home when you got out. You know, I, I, I didn't catch the joke. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Yo, guys, m- m- moving on. Like like still to do with like live streaming and stuff. I'm like, so hot. like okay, cool. So, so there's Instagram live here. Yeah? yourself, bro. <laughs> what are you guys biting me about? No, he's he's like no. Nah, do you know what? He's just trying to say he's so hot. I'm just saying he's always trying to gas himself. No, oh, I said I'm hot because it's hot in here. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> like, talking of live streaming, yeah. Um, away from Instagram Live, but more to something that happened literally. Was it a couple of days ago? Travis Scott. Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> Did you just draw that? Yeah. Are you serious? Well, no. Fucking dope. I started it last night, but oh, I thought you just did that now. How long has that taken? I did a lot of it now. Sorry, go back to Travis Scott. No, but wait, come oh, on. How yeah. long has that taken? That's sick. About three hours. Three, hey, hours, three four hours. Yeah, that's sick, man. Artists in the uh, Basically, the, the next door neighbour, their dog died, so... Oh, shit. That's oh. hard. Are you drawing yeah. a picture of their dog? Well, uh, it's not um, their dog. It's says dog that's similar. I know, I know that Cecil is a dog lover. I am. Oh, she went it's so oh, cool. that's a nice thought, man. That's a nice thought for you to actually go and do for them. Because they, yeah. you know, like they—that's they, all they have. That was their guard dog, and they like they're really ill, and they don't really have, and they can't have their family around right now. So that's it's bad. really like, yeah, they broke down, man. I felt so bad. That's like they've had this dog for years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the family. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that. I thought that Travis Scott thing's like he's the first person to do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I was confused. Is that what you sent in the chat? Because I was like, what the hell was that? I didn't understand what it was. What was it? Basically, no. that's, um, that's, that's, um, what's the game again? Fortnite. Fortnite. It's Fortnite. So obviously, Fortnite's one of the biggest games in the world. Yeah. Um, he's basically somehow had got a contract with them and he is in the game, uh, <laughs> on part of the game. He's actually on the battlefield, massive, and they're playing his music. It's flipping sick. So, so imagine, imagine you're, you're just playing a normal, um, game right now, you got your character running around, but all of a sudden the whole world changes in the world you're playing in, and it's now Astro World. It's the theme of his last album, Astro World. Oh, that's yeah. so dope! All the characters, it's all online, and then you got all the users. They're all running around, but they're all Travis Scotts running around. You can there's a Travis Scott character. So ah, all- that's mad. Do you know what? <laughs> And, and you know, like on games like Division and stuff like that, you, you've got, got yeah, and then you can do actions. One of the actions, he's just like, uh, it's jokes and just jumping up. Do you know what? Do you know why he's smart? Yeah? 4.3 million people were watching it. Like, I, t- I tell you why he's smart because basically, there were there were um, there were a few people that were suing the game for stealing their dance moves, right? So, you know, that that, yeah. that, that, that move and then the floss. So they they were suing. Basically, they were taking these viral moves and putting them in the game because they weren't really copyrighted because they weren't. But th- yeah. those people evidently made them up, um, and they were suing the game for taking their dance move without their consent. So the fact that that he is now gone, you know what? Don't just take something of mine. Put me in the game. Yeah. 
he's gonna clear. It's a clever move because he is uh, going to because clear. there was a point where Fortnite was making a million a day, and it's probably tripled or doubled or like like sorry, quadrupled sorry now so cause he, a huge spike uh, definitely because when I saw that yeah I was like that looks so sick it looks like his own game I wasn't sure what you, yeah, you said yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I was thinking bro that that's a, that's a good actual idea and you know the, the idea anyway of Astro World is bro, that's one of my favourite wow, albums of Travis Scott's wait, wait, yeah, so like, let me just quickly um, so like yeah so the crowd were all just you, all, all the players were um, crowding around one stage and then there was like a, a big portal that was coming through. And then it was a, like a massive ship that came through. And then all of a sudden, it's like an asteroid hit the ground. And then all of a sudden, a, a giant version of Travis Scott appears. And he's just walking around the city. And then you're looking up and the, up, up. And he's performing about three songs. He performs Sicko Mode. He performs... um the new one with Cuddy. Yeah, and, and then all of a sudden, yeah, everyone kind of is... Um, the, the, the giant Travis Scott kind of stands up and then does that, and then all all the characters rise and float into the air, yeah. And all of a sudden they start flying into space and shit. And then as as they're flying into space, that's when a new song with Kid Cudi is premiered. Man, yeah. it's mad. It's like but is that at the end of the game or or are they in the game still? If they're in the game, but it's like a, a cutaway sequence, but with their own character. That's so and, weird yeah, because that's the premiere of the song. That's, that's, so one of the, that's one of the best publicity things I've ever ex- heard about in my it's whole life. So I've not even brilliant. seen it properly. I've only seen the little clip online. But I need to... Uh, okay, can you can you watch the whole thing? Yeah, yeah I'll send yeah, you a video. Yeah, yeah. That's sick, insane. Man. But it's like, th- th- this is a, the... It's an advancement, like, of gaming and music. It's, a, it's just another, it's another genre in itself. Things are going to move quickly now. You know what? It's mad, yeah, because a um, cu- couple of the podcasts ago, before this, um, I think near the beginning of, of when we started the podcast up, Ben was talking about... Sorry, <clears throat> there's a guy that knows Ben next door. But um, artist was also <laughs> talking about Ready Player One. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's... And he was saying that how um, games will people will be immersed into like that kind of lifestyle with AI and 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 the the what's it called the visual sets and stuff. Yeah, VR. Yeah, so um, well, that could be very soon. Like, imagine if that's how the world we might have to socialize. That, that balance, bro. <laughs> and, and well, you think about it. Yeah, I think. Well, exactly. in the, it, the, listen, I'm telling you now. Yeah, if you look at if you look at Steven Spielberg, how he's predicted things and stuff. Like the, the fact he did Ready Player One, I I knew when I was on set, I was like, this is coming, it's hundred percent coming, because it's like you look at Google Glass, you look at all these things where you can be in your own world. We're, we're doing it already on our phones. Is but you, can you, I say something after this? Yeah, you already said your brain's compatible. To, your brain is compatible to a computer. Yeah. So do you think they base computers on our brains so eventually we can merge with them? And that will yeah. happen. Potentially. I, I, think, I, I think what they're trying to do, they, they will always put it across as we need to give people the best human experience possible, right? And I, think, I also think they're taking the idea of meditation going into your own world and how do you make it into a product? Right, mm. because when you go into meditation, you can go into your own world and create and manifest into the real world. But what they want is they want to be able to keep everyone in the same world without people going off into alternate realities and stuff because they and, know that that's possible. Yeah, and and it's about controlling that 
Yeah. I'm monetizing that. And how do you do that? You need to keep it as entertaining as possible. And like this thing, just in itself, like like yeah. when I saw um the gorillas do the 360 music video, I was like, what? Yeah. Like this was a first cartoon-based band who did their first 360 music video. It was sick. Like it was sick. And just that I I knew I was like, okay, it's it's moving forward now. But like I think that in itself, he's 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 created he's created a, a standard that people are going to have to reach. Yeah. And it's going to be very hard. Like, it's, it's not, because I think you're going to get more people that are um, are more creative. There's going to be people that are, you know, you, you're going to get people who work with Disney and, you know, they're going to... Like, Drake, watch what Drake does now. Watch mm-hmm. Drake bread... The, he's going to bread the shit out of that. He's going <laughs> to... He's going to work with Disney or something. He's going to be his own character in a film or something. And it's going to... It's going to throw you off. It, it might be... It might be on a Netflix thing. You know, it'll be something where you're like... How has no one thought of that? Quick question. Do you think Travis was working with Fortnite before this this whole pandemic thing? Or do you reckon it's a, it's a response to the situation? I think... I think if he, I think he's been ahead of a lot of people. Yeah, I think okay. he probably would have been in talks with them. I think to I think to just do that last minute would be would have been a smart move. But I think he's he's way ahead of people. So yeah, you probably, can't, you, yeah, it's true because programming on a game like that, you you can't you can't just do it quickly. Yeah. Like, there would have been mm-hmm. a lot of testing, a lot of alpha yeah. beta versions before it's even ready yeah. for the public. Head of the yeah, curve, so- man. That's That's so like, what's your um like i think we it's an interesting thing to kind of link back to like just the mental kind of state like how, this world that we're moving into is 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 a more of a human merging into the computers um augmented reality kind of extra experiences like well, there's so much going on right now like how how do you think that will how do you think that will take its toll on the on the mind in general you all Oh, that that scares me. That world scares me a little bit. I know that it's it's incredible in terms of the tech development, but you know, there's a fear that people will forget how to connect to humans and like 100%, 100%. that, and be empathic to others and actually feel feel anything towards others. Yep. You know, or, and become desensitized. So if you're compl- always living in this kind of virtual reality, then when someone's in, standing in front of you. We're going to forget how to interact. Even now, I think it's going to be an adjustment when, when sort of we're back into the usual world, like to then start re-interacting with each other. I think it so quickly we can forget, mm. and I think that is very scary for me. But so don't you think it's weird how like when we're out and about and we're I don't know you you go into a shop and you feel really you're awkward because people, you yeah. don't want to feel like you're intruding in their space and. They might not want to do the same, and you're like, it's so awkward. Oh, what now? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like people literally stand back. It's weird. It's fuck. Mad. So, like, it's imagine, so like, even when this kind of gets back to some sort of normality, we're still gonna be a bit. Ooh, I don't want to. Yeah, just in case, yeah, people yeah. will forget. You know, will forget how to shake hands. Yeah, or not even yeah. what that is, or want to not want to give someone a hug, or not understand that actually, mm. you know, people. You know how you you were saying, you know, that physical connection and physical interaction, you're missing that. Yeah. Well, actually, if we go into a virtual world, then people are going to forget that. And actually, yeah, we course. get a lot from that physical intimacy as well. And I think um, that's exactly the word. People will forget to become it. We'll forget how intimacy yeah. works and yeah. what 
and, and how, how important, important it is in our lives. Yeah. Do you uh, know what's funny? Yeah. It's like, if you look at the idea of the Matrix, right? Like, so people, a lot of people are coming into the idea of meditation as your, your peace and your escape, right? Imagine like you thinking that, so people are trying to find out if we're actually in a matrix now, right? Just, as, just let's just say like, because a lot of people think we are in a, this illusion or, th- or whatever. When, you, we, when we get pulled into this artificial technology age, just say it, like the whole Ready Player One became a thing, right? You go home and you just plug in, right? Mm. That would be the, the new norm. Uh, the new norm and coming out of that to go toilet and that would be you coming out of the matrix. But then yeah. it's like, it's like a false awakening in a dream. It's like, but, but there bro, was a, bro, yeah, that like, prior. I, I feel like, like with, with, with everything leaping to 5G, there's going to be so much more technology, like developers are going to, it's like a new kind of operating system. So there's so much more capability of integrating um, a virtual world with a rea- with our reality, like so. Augmented reality is going to be on a next level in the next five years. We're gonna we're gonna be uh, probably be put on glasses and then yeah. see things in a real world, but at the same time, we're seeing things in a virtual world. Yeah. Like, so so back to what Cecil said about there might be a time where we're in front of someone, but we don't know how to kind of interact. That that might be because. There's so many other things going on in in the fake in the in the fake yep. world, or the the created world, that that is just too much to even acknowledge the stuff that's going on in the real world. Now, I feel like yeah, yeah, it's gonna go crazy right now. It's mad. It's but at the same time, for me personally, it's interesting. I, I I'm I'm always intrigued by science fiction and and science and technology. You know, so it's an interesting place right it's now. Not fiction anymore. That's right. that's what's scary. I find. Yeah, it's not fiction anymore. It's not it's just science. Science, it's science. <laughs> tech, science and tech, literally, like Loxford. For Nick and Cito, our, our school was um, Loxford School of Science and Technology. Science and technology. Um, a little inside joke. You're ahead of the curve then. Yeah, we're ahead of, of the course. curve. <laughs> it was a dead you school. You guys though. were ready, man. Bro, man. Did you hear what he just said? You, you know it was a dead school. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you okay, no, um, gone, guys. No, I, I just, I just love this type of subject just because it's like, um, I don't know, man. Like I've been talking about it for a long time, and it's just, you know, even when you when you look deeply into it, you just don't know what the outcome is going to be. Like I never thought that this would be happening right now, but it just all, it just makes sense. It all makes sense, and it's just, it's just going to be systems in, inside systems, and it's just, but they know. They, they're going to know how to move forward with the times. Yeah. It's been know. in place. For, it's, this plan has been in place for a very long time. So Yeah. It's just, it, it, it's, it's, it's not how, it's when, you know? Yeah, yeah. They know how. They've known how. It's like, it's like how, when do we start to implement it and how long will it take? And, you know, how do we, how do we normalize it to make sure that people... Because you know what it will be? It will be people... It, it won't be like... You see how people try and um, step away from the system, the governmental system? Mm. It will be people trying to step out of the tech, technology to technological system yeah. so that they become more, you know, interactive with human. They will be the unplug, outcome. unplug. Yeah, it will yeah. be like it will be like, like oh, the let's Amish. Meet up. Like the what? Sorry, you know the Amish. Amish. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
they don't use yeah. any technology or nothing. Like they're completely cut off. Yeah, so, well, they use some. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah, they do use some. <laughs> they can't use they, like they've not. Some of them can't. They haven't stuck with the the medieval times. They got to use medication of some sort. Like, come on, like, like, yeah, yeah. But like, because uh, well, well, I think one. I'm, I'm aware of time right now, but I've got one last question. Just, just stemming off of this is like, obviously, us as humans, like, technology is always going to be pushed. So as uh, if we can do it, if we can imagine it, it's always going to be pushed to the next level. Um, yeah. like I, I want to hear from everyone. Like, what what is your opinion? Is there ever going to be a point where we should really stop, or is it just inevitable for that? No, I never. It's inevitable. No, it's I do you know what I want to do? Yeah, or I want to happen. I want there to be an acceleration in technology that doesn't cause damage to the rest of us, but it accelerates the human race altogether. So it's not just the, the higher power people, whoever it is, whether it, it exists or not, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That they they want humanity to transform or and accelerate to a point where technolo te technology... The word, yeah, bro. My <laughs> there you go. Yeah, time, yeah, will actually be... For everybody, like you're not just—they're not interested in just money. It's like we move forward properly. That's what I would prefer. It's going to move forward, right. but they're doing it at slower paces right now. Like, yeah, but no, it's only—it's only certain countries and cities that are doing that at a slower pace. Because if you look at China and Japan, like they're way ahead of the curve, right? Like I, I, this is how I see it, right? Every single industry in the world or or type of field, if if if, if we do become technology based will need to use technology. So that will also have a lot to do with things like electronical organs, which they've talked about, mm. and having, you know, electronical um, body parts. When you're starting to attach electronical body parts and organs to the human race to make them healthier or more sufficient, we stop becoming human and we start becoming more robot. So if, you, if, if, if we start accelerating at a rate, Yo, like that industry starts accelerating. All like, and we, we will stop becoming mm. thinkers. We just will just be okay. I need this. I, I need to learn to read. Yeah, it's it's, it's not going to accelerate know, that mad quick because back to something we that's, 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 not, that's, a, that's, that's a that's a negative point. That's a negative acceleration. That's not what I was talking about. I'm talking about like like um like the acceleration isn't going to go too far ahead because. Like back to the point of like oil, like there's still industries set in old ways, and until they die out, it's it's not gonna accelerate. We're not, we're not we're not far off, bro. Like because there's so many solar power oil industries. Oil is gonna run out at some point. It's not about them dying off. Mm. It's because actually it, a lot of the oil fortune it's her, it's hereditary and um not hereditary yeah. inherited. Yeah. Um, that you've got these families of the fami family wealth of the, it all um laid out in oil rigs and all of that kind of stuff. So it's yeah. not when they die it's when the oil runs out and actually based on the fact that our planet is has been in turmoil the oils the oil's running out yeah mm. it's interesting i don't even understand why something like oil is so important like i understand the importance of it but i don't understand why it's so highly monetized the most powerful people in the in the world are powerful because of the oil industry oil. so, so, it's, it's so because when it keeps... value, yeah but when when their currency dies out that that's when we're going to witness a change, mm. you know. No, I agree. I agree, and I think I, I I think people are underestimating 
how close we are to that. Mm. Like, like you need to understand, like, it's like, you know, if, if it's like the idea of if you were to get a pound and then you to times it by two and then times it by two, but you know, within, within like 30 days or no, within like 10, 15 days, you'd be at a million pounds. Right. Like technology is the same. It's like, Every time, like, like the fact that they have 3D printers printing 3D printers. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. That's insane, bro. <laughs> like, 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 to yeah. the point where you like they they they're creating these um, warehouses where people are making machines to make machines, and then they leave so they don't need to be there no more because yeah. the machines are making the machines. Like, but, but that's exactly who we are, us as humans. Well, Multiply, 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 multiply. Like it's just, it's just how things go. It, it never ends. It just keeps yeah, going. Yeah, but it will, it will have to go backwards, right? And it, the reason it will have to go backwards is because if the technology keeps developing, <sighs> we will become l- less useful. Mm, oh yeah. What I'm, what I'm gonna say is, yeah, like the the, the end all and be all of it. Like the human race is a, a beautiful thing, yeah, and we have the potential for infinite greatness, infinite destruction, or the capability to understand both and choose the right way, or let's say not the wrong way, yeah? We have, we have that capability. And you know what? We can do so much more than, than we're, we're in right now. This world, what we're in, what's happening, what the government's doing, we have so much capability to improve ourselves, yeah? Like, it's it just, will it happen? Would it happen? It's like, Who's gonna? Who's gonna? Who wants to take that path? We just. I, it, know. I know a lot of us do. A lot of us do want to do it, but it's it's sad to say that the people in power don't want that to happen. You know what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm I'm I am I'm aware of time right now, and I'm realizing, yo, <laughs> it's been some dope conversation. Um, I want I want to thank Cito again, Music of Thank you for having jumping me. In. I know that I know that Seattle's um yeah has been following um listening to our podcast for a while, so I'm I'm happy to to have it on. It was it was really thank you. It's been really interesting being on here and I had some great conversations. So yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, your your outlook on everything and the way that you've decided to go through music and, and help and give back is amazing. So I appreciate that fact and I'm I'm grateful for you coming on today. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, it's sick, man. Yeah, I think the ideas I think the ideas unique. I think like it's gonna do well. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank, thank I think it'll be sick. Done that. Yeah, smashed it, man. Oh, is 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 he still here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick's, Nick's been that quiet today. Man. Mate, I'm, I'm, I've just been taking everything in, man. It's been How's a lot of feel? information. <laughs> How's it feel, Nick? I was gonna make a joke. Let's not do it. That's <laughs> nah, good, man. Okay, I think she was just outlook and her decision on why she wanted to, like how she came from a fan of music to just pursuing this thing and starting out music therapy is just it's dope man mm. thank you we're gonna see big things with from with music therapy i know that um yeah i think i think we should wrap it up here um thank you again Cecil. hang tight everyone involved don't know yeah. it's myself
Yeah, socials. Go on, you do your socials, Cecil. <laughs> so find me on Instagram at musicatherapy. So it's M-U-I-C-A-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y. Um, yeah, catch me there. Done there. It's myself, Slick the R, S-L-I-C-K-D-O-T-R. Done there. Artist. Oh, hyphen. Oh, the return of the hat. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got you. Um, sort of dreamer, but um, Insta is G Silver Gold. There's a reason for that. Everything has a reason. Follow me oh. there. And then okay. I'm Nick Sharma, N I K S H A R M A, two underscores. <laughs> tell, them, tell, tell them you're Man like Nick Sharma's in the building. You Nick know. Sharma's in the building. Nick Avelli. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I knew one was coming. That's what we're waiting for. Yes, yeah, we wanted it. <laughs> and this is unknown. This is UNKWN. Done. Hang tight, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Unknown. Unknown. Unknown.